0: This episode is brought to you by my free... Marketing class, that's right, I have a brand new class just for you in 2022 where I am sharing how to build a better brand that gets seen and paid consistently. I am breaking it down for you in this class, we're talking what marketing is exactly. You need to start understanding how these pieces fit together, how you can better master your marketing so you're getting consistent leads and consistent sales without more of your time and energy and ultimately how your brand, how you're showing up as a business owner plays a role in all of this. You can watch it on demand right now at brandmary.com slash class. That's brandmary.com slash class. And I can't wait to hear what you think of it. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. We are now in episode three of the Sustainable Business Series. It's very hard for me to say sometimes. SBS, all right? That's what I have it as abbreviated in ClickUp. (laughs) So that's what we'll go with, the SBS. Inside of this series, we're really focused on the multiple aspects of running a sustainable business. Now, as I mentioned, we're currently in episode three, which is a fantastic place to start. But if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I highly recommend that you make some time in your schedule, which just so happens to be what we're talking about today, To listen to those episodes primarily the first one episode 42 where i talk about what a sustainable business truly is or you know what we believe a sustainable business is here at brand mary and what we're really doing to support our clients in achieving that primarily inside of brand mary academy then in the last episode you got to meet my dear friend my very first client and our mindset mentor inside of brand mary academy Tani. And we had an awesome conversation about how mindset plays a role and how you really need the strategy and the mindset to create a sustainable business. And if you're wondering, why is that? How do I achieve that? We answer that inside of episode 43. But now I'm back with a solo episode. Just me, just you, my coffee. It's morning on a Saturday. I'm recording this episode in March, as many of you know, and actually... (laughs) kind of a great segue, I pre-record my content because I have a sustainable business. There it is. It's my little clappy hands, right? Because I understand the importance of bulk scheduling, one of the things that I have chosen to do as a business owner, which allows me to laser in and focus on certain aspects of my business over maybe a day, two days, a week, sometimes an entire month. In this case, I am laser-focused in on recording this series, primarily my content for Q2. So yes, it's a Saturday, and you might be thinking, but that doesn't sound like a sustainable business, Michelle. Why are you working on a Saturday? Well, because I didn't work on Wednesday and Friday. (laughs) You know... There are a lot of different approaches to scheduling in business, and one of the things that I chose pretty early on is to not have a rigid schedule. Now, I do have a very organized schedule. I am super clear on the things that I need to do to move my business forward. One thing we'll be focusing on today. I also, when I am working, I am fully working. But one of the things that always kind of bothered me, especially when I was trying to kind of work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the start of my business, take Saturday and Sunday off, was that sometimes I felt more inspired on a Saturday than I did on a Wednesday. We actually have a joke, Delane and I, in our Slack channel that we don't work on Wednesdays. It's really hard to get us to work on Wednesdays. We hit the ground running with so much steam Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday we want a little bit of a break. Then Thursday we're rocking and rolling. Friday we do a lot of, you know, business business audits, spreadsheets, kind of an admin day. And then sometimes on Saturday I'm like, I got so many dang ideas. Like I get the best ideas on Saturday morning. And so that is part of how I have built a sustainable business. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. This entire episode is about your schedule. It's about handling all those business ideas. It's about your focus. It's about prioritizing. It's about your to-dos, right? But every single person and every single business is going to be different. And as we talked about in the last episode, leading from a place of alignment – Also something I mentioned in the first episode, right? We talked about the three pillars of a sustainable business. Sustainable revenue, because you need to have revenue in order to have a business. Time management, both in life and inside of your business. And alignment and joy. And so your schedule, your to-dos should come from a place of alignment, Not from someone else telling you that you should be working between this time and this time. Because guess what, y'all? If that's how we wanted to live our lives, we would stay in a 9 to 5. Okay? Just let that sink in a little bit. And so while I do believe, and something I shared on Instagram, there is a fine line between rest, much needed rest and time off, and avoidance of the work. And that's what you really need to be aware of as an entrepreneur. There are a lot of different things that are going to try and pull you away, that will try to distract you, a million ideas coming at you at once. And that's where our focus on sustainability really comes in. And we have to put those ideas and all of those different things through a filter and asking ourselves, you know, is this a top priority? is this a fire? Is this going to get me to my end of the year goal? Is this something that's going to contribute to the quarter? Is this something that needs to happen this month? And if it's not, then we need to act from a place of alignment and say, okay, we can hold off on this. And the same goes with our schedule. If we find that we're feeling unmotivated, we need to check in with ourselves. Is this something that if I took a day off and I rested and I took care of myself, I got outside, I did something that brought me joy, I played a little bit, I'd feel rejuvenated to come back? Or am I avoiding something? Am I avoiding the work? And these are not easy questions to ask yourself. (laughs) My gosh, no but they are absolutely necessary. So that's really the focus of today's episode. I've already given you a bunch of nuggets. I guess I could piece out right now. But let's actually talk about what I do and what I suggest my clients do in managing all of the different ideas that come their way. How do we prioritize our time? How do we prioritize the things that we need to do in business so that we're coming from a place of alignment and not from a place of chaos where we see something online and it tells us we need to be on this platform doing this thing in order to be successful and we really check ourselves and remind ourselves that guess what? There are a million ways to market your business. You need to find the one that works best for you, the one that is most sustainable, the one that is going to get you to your end goal. So when I am determining what gets a priority, and when I mean priority, I mean on my calendar. If you're listening to this and you don't know about my obsession with my calendar, we're going to take a quick pause and talk about it. I have YouTube videos that explain my six-month planning process, my 90-day content creation calendar. Go check it out, bramarycom slash YouTube. Why am I so in love with my calendar? Because it allows me to balance, harmonize my life and my business. This is something that I'm so excited to share with you in our next two episodes of the series. So make sure that you subscribe and tune in where I bring Ash on, who's our habits mentor inside of the Academy. We talk all about calendars and how to make sure that you're diversifying your calendar and serving yourself at the highest level in all areas of your life. And so what goes on my calendar is a priority. What goes on my calendar is not a, this would be okay, this would be nice, it is a priority. It means that I've made that decision to say, this is a focus of mine, this is what I need. Maybe it's going to the chiropractor, maybe it's a coffee date with my girlfriends, maybe it's scheduling off a date night with my husband, or a play date with my son. That shit goes on the calendar because when it's on the calendar, I know that I've made that commitment to myself. I've said this is a priority and I'm not gonna ignore it. And so if other stuff flies at me, then I have already had this conversation with myself to say, you know what? That sounds really cool, It that might be a lot of fun, But right now, I'm focusing on these particular things. And again, we talk a little bit more about diversifying your calendar in a two-part series that I'm excited to release next. But these things are priorities. So how do I get here, right? How do I determine what is a priority? And today, we're gonna focus primarily on just our business. We'll talk a little bit more about life in some future episodes, but this is primarily our business. So the very first thing, Are by fires, right? What are the things that, if not done, could affect sales and client retention? Now, these fires should not be happening all of the time. You should not have fires every single day to worry about in your business. If you do, we have a systems problem, right? We don't have the infrastructure there to support your business. If you constantly have people emailing you because something is not delivering an email that you promised, we have a systems problem, we need to fix the systems problem. So these should not be happening all of the time, but these do take priority. Now, these are also a little less likely for you to schedule, although let us have a chat about that as well. Priority, fire, right, let's let's say fire specifically. Fires don't necessarily mean you need to drop everything that you're doing in your life, run to your computer, and fix this problem, right? Fires also don't mean one person asked you about something and you drop everything that you're doing and you run to your computer and you take care of that. That is not how we build sustainable businesses, and truth be told, this is something that I did a lot in my first two years of business and I was so effing mad. I wasn't even mad at myself in the beginning. I was just mad because I was so frustrated. I was like, this cannot be how you build a sustainable business. Then I got mad at myself because I wasn't putting those boundaries in place. And what I mean by this is you get a comment on Instagram and you stop what you're doing, you stop the movie that you're watching and you respond really quickly. Or a client emails you because they're having trouble logging in and it's a Saturday and you get on and you respond to them and you take care of it. Guess what? That is not how seven-figure business owners run their business. You get an automated message that says, we are not working this week and we will get back to you on Monday. Your client might have been sending that to you because they're thinking about it in that moment. But it does not mean that you need to drop everything that you are doing. And the more that you do that, the more that you feel the need to immediately put out these little fires and compromise your personal well-being, your life, your mental health, whatever it is that you're doing, the things that bring you joy, the more you will start to get frustrated with your business. Also you will start to attract clients that don't leave you alone. These boundaries are incredibly, incredibly important. The more you cater to that type of, we'll call it behavior, because there are a lot of people out there that think that a business owners should drop everything that they're doing to care for them, but this is how we support our clients at the highest level. I found that when I actually set these boundaries, not checking social media on the weekends, my clients started solving a lot of their own problems. Problems that they didn't necessarily hire me for, right? I'm here to answer problems. I'm here to help you. This is what we do. This is what we believe in at Brand Mary. But there's power in also taking the initiative and trying to solve it yourself before turning to someone else. And I found that I actually started getting better results in my program. This was in my program, Roadmap to Freedom, specifically, where there is tons and tons and tons of accountability, and helping entrepreneurs build their business from the ground up. So there's my little caveat, detour on fires. Okay, let's be super clear on what that means. So with that being said, there are ways that you can schedule fires, right? Schedule putting out the fire, not the actual fire. Putting it out, right? If you wake up on Monday and you're like, okay, well, we had a couple emails about this email funnel is not, you know, kicking out Um, I had a client who asked about some billing stuff, like something needs to be taken care of there, right? These are things that we need to take care of. You can put those in your calendar for the week to take care of and make them a priority. So this will happen to everyone, every business owner. I hate to break it to you. It shouldn't be happening all of the time. And they It's still very, very important that you're still honoring that time when you're stepping away from your business and not being pulled in by every little thing that's happening. Again, if you find that there are so many little things that are happening almost every single day, we need to evaluate what is actually going on in your business. Are things, are your systems in place? Do you have your automations in place? Like what is happening? If people have questions, the same questions over and over again about a course that you have, it's time to answer those questions in the course. Either write a note in the course module, re-record a video, whatever you need to do. So number one, are those fires? Again, because they, if they affect client retention, if they affect sales, they need to be taken care of. Number two, are your yearly goals? So this is one of the reasons that I am such an advocate for reverse engineering, Inside of Bramary Academy, we do a yearly planning event. It's a two-day event that we do in December to help map out the entire year in business. And I lead my clients through my signature planning process. It always starts with the end goal. And as a business owner, I recommend that this end-of-the-year goal is your revenue. Because then what you can do is you can reverse engineer and say, well, how do I get to that revenue goal? What are the steps I need to take? What does that look like? Quarterly, monthly, so on and so forth. And so it's really important that you're always on par, right, with your yearly goal. You're always connected to that so that when ideas come your way, you can ask yourself, okay, is this going to contribute to my end of the year goal? Where are we at in reference to our end of the year goal, right? We're, we just wrapped up Q1. If you're listening to this in real time, right? We just wrapped up Q1. Where are you at? Are you on track? Do you have the pieces in place for Q2? Could you step away just a little bit and try something else to see if it's a lot of fun? Or do you need to stay the course because you have fallen a little bit behind? So these yearly goals are fantastic ways. You know, there have been times where I, as a business owner, have had some really awesome months, like above what I was planning. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. So I'm on, I'm actually ahead of track towards my end of the year goal. And I've kind of been wanting to do this. Let's do it. Let's do it in the next 30 days. Let's see what happens. And... And then let's continue on our pan, plan, right? Because I was ahead. I was already on track to hit my goal. I knew that if I detoured just a tiny bit, had a little, you know, did a little something extra that I wasn't planning on doing, it would, it would be okay, right? So this is why your yearly goals are really important because they serve as markers. How are you doing towards your yearly goal? Do you need to turn up the dial? Can you take an idea and explore it for maybe 30 days? What does that look like for you? But always being in check with that. The third thing when it comes to determining what gets a priority are then my quarterly focus. So every single year, as I mentioned, I have a yearly revenue goal, something I recommend all business owners aim for. It's kind of important. Well, from that, I break down my quarterly goals. What do I want to happen every quarter in my business? Now, One of the things I look at is revenue, right? So, how I can either divide that by four, or I've been running my business long enough to know that in the summer, I don't like to work that much. So, I tend to pump the brakes a little bit in the summertime. My revenue tends to be a little bit lower during that time. So maybe I put a little bit more energy towards the beginning of the year, the end of the year, right? As you consistently work on your business, you'll start to see these trends with yourself, your work, um, your work motivation, as well as your ideal customer, right? When are they buying things? When are they online? When are they looking for these things as opposed to when are they maybe not as attentive? So... When it comes to the quarterly focus, there is that revenue goal, and that revenue goal more specifically will direct your projected goals for the quarter. So what ultimately will you be doing project-wise, let's say launch-wise, new product, service-wise, marketing strategy-wise, to get you to that quarterly revenue goal, to ultimately get you to that yearly goal. See this whole reverse engineer stuff I got going on here? It's so fancy. So this allows you again to stay on track and really evaluate your progress. So one of the things that I'm a huge advocate for, one of the things we talk a lot about inside of Mary Academy is giving things time. The short attention span of marketers is hurting marketers. Nobody's sticking to anything long enough to actually have data to then make data-driven decisions. This is something I talk about a lot at and Mary. What you're doing is they're making emotional, emotional-driven decisions. And so there's no actual data to back it up. They're just like, oh, this isn't working. And I'll give you an example. Actually, most recently, I had a, uh, we just started automating uh, Evergreen Funnel. In my business, so you watch a class and you get a very short opportunity to join a program that I have, and I set this up. I went on vacation for two weeks, my, my week of re- quarterly week. Actually, it's turning into weeks of rest, like I talk about in episode thirty-five. Went on vacation, you know, didn't really check my numbers, but didn't see a ton of sales come in. And I started to be like, oh, gosh, this isn't working. Oh, my gosh, right? Because it happens to all of us. I was like, okay, what are a million different things that I could do? Exhausting. But again, happens to all of us. Just full transparency here, right? I started to think about all the different ways that I could fix this funnel which actually is a great strategy. This is something that Denise Duffield Thomas talks about in her book Get Rich Lucky Bitch, which is all about money mindset, and she talks about, you know, if you don't have money or you needing money to brainstorm all the different ways that you could get money and get it quickly. And then maybe get started on those or just watch as the universe delivers what it is you wanted in the first place, right? Because you were taking inspired action. You were like, "All right, this isn't working. What else can we do?" I've done that a million times as a business owner, and I tell, I'm telling you, half the time I don't even have to implement any of the ideas I've written down, I just, suddenly the thing starts working. It's truly amazing. So I was coming home from our vacation, and we had two sales in one day, and then we had another sale, and I was like, okay, I wonder, okay, let me look at my data. Before you do anything crazy, Michelle, <laughs> and put more work on your plate, let me look at the data. And when I looked at the data, y'all, what I saw was that I hadn't really gotten enough eyes on the class for the sales that I ultimately wanted. And of the sales that I had gotten, three, my conversion rate was incredible. Incredible. I had less, less than 70 people who had watched the class, and I had three people sign up and and that's not even a fair you know data because what actually happened was less than 70 people watched the class right 70 people had signed up for it so of the people who had signed up for it that's already a four percent conversion which is great of the people let's say 50 percent watched the class right so we'll say 50 people well actually yeah let's do 50 I'm doing math right now as, we're, as I'm sharing this with you because this is my life, right? That is a 6% conversion. Now, you might be like, that's really, that seems low. But industry standard tells us that 1% to 3% is pretty standard for a conversion rate. Now, once you go tick it up in price... That's going to increase. So I've had multiple products in my business between the297 and the 497 price point that convert at 5%. The price point of this particular program is closer to $1,500. And so that conversion is incredible. And so when I looked at the data, I was like, there's nothing wrong with the class. I just need to amp up my marketing. I just need to elevate that. And I had been gone, right? And so I wasn't like super active. I had, all of this had been passive, which is what I teach, right? But I was like, all right, now I know what I need to do. I don't need to redo this entire thing. So that was a crazy tangent that I wasn't expecting to talk about, but a great example of data-driven decisions. And I could have come back and made so much more work for myself because of my, you know, short-term marketing brain That was like, oh my gosh, it's not working in full panic mode and a million things. There's power in sticking to the plan. There's power in giving it time and evaluating your data. And so that's why I love a good quarterly focus because it gives you 90 days. And that is really, really important when we're talking about marketing strategies. Especially when we're talking about evergreen marketing strategies like Pinterest, Blogging and SEO, YouTube, podcasting, 30 days is not enough time to know what's working and what's not working. And so when you're thinking, when, you, when you're when you getting these ideas, when you're prioritizing, when you look at your to-do list, what is your quarterly focus? How are you doing? Are you actually implementing what you said you were going to do? If you are and it's working and you have the capacity, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Right. right, let's move on to number four, which is monthly focus. But if you aren't actually implementing what you said you were going to do for 90 days and you still don't have enough time, why would you add more to your plate? If what we're talking about has gone through these ringers, right? It's, it's not a fire. Okay, Fantastic okay, it is going to lead to my yearly goal. All right, great. Okay, it's a quarterly focus. Yes, actually, I have the capacity. I think I could take this on. Then we move on to the fourth part, which is the monthly focus. So, Every 30 days, I'm also focused in on one part of my business. Now, sometimes that can be that can be 30, 60, 90 days, right? But for those 30 days, I'm focused in on, you know, this series of tasks. Sometimes I like to ping pong around. I might be focused on, you know, the academy for 30 days, like a live launch. And then I might be focused on the back end of the academy, helping, you know, build out some courses or... Uh, streamline the process for my clients, right? All of this leads to client retention. All of this leads to sales. And then the next month I might be focused on creating, you know, a new training or uh, going on TikTok or whatever, right? Like the end goal is is still the same, right? They're all leading to the same end goal is building up my program, Bramary Academy, but I'm focusing on different elements of that. And so every 30 days, I'm really focused on one part of my business. And now that focus might have a lot of moving elements but it will always come back to that one thing. So again, let's say this month March when I'm recording this, I'm focused on TikTok. So I just started posting on TikTok, testing like like I'm talking like three videos a day, like fully testing, streamlining my process because I'm not about to be spending all my time on TikTok and spending, you know, hours every single week recording videos. That's just not how I run businesses. And this is twofold. One, I plan on teaching this inside of Brand Mary Academy and helping my clients. And two, I'm amping up my marketing strategy. So I'm adding another platform because I have the capacity to add that other platform. And now I'm improving my marketing, which will ultimately improve my sales. That is my focus for this month. So if that gets done and that's all streamlined, great. I can continue and take on more things. But if that is my priority and I don't feel like I have the capacity to take on anything else, I will not that whatever that looks like for you so this is kind of the four step right is it a fire no okay great is this contributing to my yearly goal yes okay great is this something i need to do in the next 90 days yes okay great i think i have the capacity for that is this something that i can fit in the next month no right that's some these are the questions you need to ask yourself then wherever it falls in this you know funnel you can then determine how are you going to categorize that idea. So let's say it's gotten to this point. I know I'm not going to take it on in the next 30 days, but it's definitely something that I could do next month. We'll say April 2022. I'm going to put it in ClickUp. I'm going to put it in my April ideas. I'm going to put a start date on it on April 1st, and I'm going to reevaluate it at that time. If you don't know when you can get to it, but it's definitely something that you don't want to forget, have a brain dump idea. Whether this is on your phone or what I prefer and what I teach my clients is using ClickUp and have an actual idea bank where you literally write down all the different ideas that come to you because there will come a time in your business where you might want to pull from those. It just might not be the right time right now. And so this is literally the same exact process that I go through when I get a new idea, when I see something online that someone's freaking raving about. And actually TikTok is a great example of that. When I first started on TikTok in 2020, and I was completely overwhelmed. (laughs) I was like, what am I doing? You know, and yes, maybe if I would have stuck with it back then, I would be farther along on that platform, but i had other means in place like i didn't need it to be on tiktok i went through the process i was like okay i don't need to be on this and it was stressing me the f out so instead what i did is i started experimenting with short form video on instagram primarily instagram reels because i felt more comfortable with that platform i was already on it it wasn't taking a lot of additional time and so i held off for over a year until i felt i got to a place in my business where majority of my marketing is completely passive and I want to play and I want to experiment with this platform and now I'm doing it this is all leading back to that sustainable business idea making decisions yes also in your marketing that lead that are from an aligned place so you're not constantly running yourself into the ground and exhausted I want to bring it back to to the three pillars of a successful business, like a revenue-generating business, right? We talked about the three pillars of a sustainable business. Sustainable revenue, consistent revenue, time management, life and business, and alignment and joy. Now of the sustainable revenue piece, there are three sub-pillars there, and those are focused on brand awareness, brand attraction, and brand connection. So the other thing that I want to remind you of is that it can be really easy to constantly be focused on the back end of your business. You might be like, oh, well, my goal is to hit six figures this year, and so I know I want to create a website, and you're going to focus on that for the first 90 days of the year. Well, now it's April, and you're still focused on that, and then it's May, and you're still focused on that. You're missing a crucial part of building a business, which is marketing. If all of your energy and all of your focus is on the back end of your business, you're not going to create revenue. And so this is that, that kind of balance that we talk about where there's the brand aspect, right? Who are you? What is your messaging? What are you putting out into the world? There's the systems aspect. How are you going to grab those leads? What is your website going to say? And there's the marketing aspect. The beautiful thing is that the branding and the systems aspect, although will need tweaking, will need elevating, are things that you can set and then kind of forget for a little while until you have the data. Marketing is something that needs to be doing happening constantly. From the literally from the second that you decide that you want to have a business, and if you want to streamline that entire process, you just join Brand Mary Academy and we teach you how to do your branding. I have clients who've done it in 2 weeks, who've done it in 21 days, 30 days, we shoot for a month to have your messaging, your niche, that stuff laid out, so you can start marketing. Even maybe before you have an offer, just start building that brand awareness. Because these three pillars are so important. You have to be getting in front of a cold audience. You have to be getting in front of people who know nothing about you, creating that brand awareness. You have to be focused on attracting new leads through your email list strategy through your different platforms, right? Attracting them to your brand, getting them to like, follow, more importantly, subscribe, and then connection. Getting sales in your business. These three pieces. When you can have this running on repeat, this is how you build a sustainable business. Sustainable revenue, right? If any one of those areas dries up, you're not going to have revenue, If your cold leads dry up and you're just constantly tapping into your email list day in and day out and day in and day out over and over and over and over again, they're eventually going to be like, okay, I'm tired of hearing you talk to me about everything that you offer. We constantly need to have people coming in the door. And now that's not to say that you're focusing all of your energy on your cold leads. In fact, I recommend that that is passive. And that's why Brand Mary Academy is so cool is because we teach you how to do that in a way that doesn't require you posting every single day. It's through Pinterest. It's through those SEO platforms that we talk about where your content is lasting longer. So then you're focusing more at the attraction and connection stage to nurture your audience and lead them to the sale, keep them engaged, keep them coming back. improving that client retention over and over and over again so it's really important that everything that you're doing in your business is focused on these three aspects and that's where marketing comes into play and then as i said as new ideas are coming in you can run them through this filter are they hitting these these markers and it can be something that you wait and you evaluate and it can also be something that you look at the data and you say this is not working i need something new and that's fine but make sure that you're not doing it from a place of fear and from overwhelm and an emotional state and you actually look at what the data is telling you and i know i talk about the academy a lot because it's our core offer here at brand mary but this is one of the things i offer my clients michelle i'm feeling really stressed out my funnel doesn't seem to be working Okay, great, what are the data points that you can give me? Tell me this, 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 and this. We'll look at it, we'll evaluate it. So they can feel more confident in their decisions to either stick with it, give it a little bit more time, dial it up a little bit, or is it time to pivot and try something new? If you're constantly jumping from one thing to the other, going back to that marketing, right? If you're constantly jumping from one thing to the other, one thing to the other, you're not sticking with anything long enough to see it through. And that is hurting so many entrepreneurs. So many entrepreneurs. So I want you to, when you're thinking about all of this, right? And I understand this is a lot to keep in mind. Come back, listen to this episode over and over again. Come back when you're not in your car, take some notes. There's a fine line between, you know, taking a break, taking rest, changing because the data is telling you that we need to shift and avoiding the work altogether, distracting yourself, procrastinating, Saying, oh, I'm gonna need, I need to rebrand. And this is something that we talked about with Tanny in episode 43. So it's a great episode to listen to if you haven't already. What's really coming up if you are procrastinating, if you're constantly tweaking your brand over and over and over again and not showing up and not marketing? But if you are hitting those three pillars the brand awareness, the brand attraction, the brand connection then put it through that four step process. Is it a fire? Does this lead to my yearly goal? Is this something I need to focus on in the next 90 days quarterly? Is this something I have the capacity for in the next 30 days? Evaluate. Either go for it or put it on your idea bank and circle back to it later because there will come a time when you are going to want that. You are going to need that inspiration. It's happened to me time and time again. All right. I hope that this episode was really helpful in talking a little bit more about prioritizing those ideas. Let's be super transparent about it. Your ideas are coming at you all of the time, especially if you're in an inspired state. So this is something else that I have noticed a lot. The more that I care for myself, The more that I'm playing, the more that I'm focused on things outside of my business, the more inspired I actually am and creative in my business. And it's like I can't turn those dang ideas off. So we've got to have a system in place to filter through those ideas so that we make sure we're not constantly distracting ourselves and pulling our focus to something that doesn't need to be done in this moment. Okay. Next week, we are going to continue the SBS, the Sustainable Business Series, and we are going to dive into an a conversation on sustainable marketing. Sorry, I had a complete brain fart and I was like, what am I talking about next week? So next week we're talking about sustainable marketing. So we're gonna actually break down those three pillars, brand awareness, brand attraction, brand connection. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about each of those individual things and what you wanna do at each of those individual levels and how having a sustainable marketing strategy can help you tremendously in building a sustainable business, especially when it comes to your time management. So join me next week. I will be talking about that with you all. In the meantime, make sure you go back and listen to any previous episodes or future episodes, depending on when you're listening to this uh, particular episode in this series. Make sure you don't skip one. They all build. They all contribute to one another in helping you create a sustainable business. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it on Instagram. Send me a DM. I'm at Michelle Knight Co. If you want to come follow me over on TikTok, I'm having a lot of fun. You can follow me there at Michelle Knight Co as well. All right. I'll be back next week with a new episode. I hope that you are loving this series all about creating a sustainable business. As a reminder, we will be back with another episode next week, but there are multiple episodes that you can listen to as part of this series. So if you haven't tuned into those, now is a great time to listen in. Another thing I wanted to remind you of before we close out this episode is that I have a class for you that is focused on Building a Sustainable Business. In this class, I'm specifically sharing with you how to build a better brand that gets seen and paid consistently. As we've talked about, having sustainable revenue leads to a sustainable business. So if you haven't tuned in to this new training, you can head to brandmary.com slash class. That's brandmary.com slash class to sign up and watch it instantly. I'll see you next week in another episode.